Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Sarah. Today, we are joined by Dr. Kapil Kella, owner of Lakeshore Dental Studio, a modern dental office which offers a welcoming, family-friendly environment, leading-edge technology, and easy scheduling located at 5505 North Clark. Welcome, Kapil. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Start off my day with a great workout at Orange Shoe, so... I'm ready to get the day nice. going. Ooh, who's your trainer? Uh, Paul's my trainer, man. He like, oh, he pushes you. He yeah. pushes you to know like where you can barely breathe, but at the end, you feel real good. Great. Barely breathing sounds fun. <laughs> feeling, <laughs> feeling good sounds better. What's your favorite piece of equipment there? Do you use the skier at all? or? Uh, yeah, I've used, he's pretty much put me through the rigors, like everything. I don't know. If I would say favorite, because I usually don't feel like I can feel any of my arms or limbs most of the time. But uh, I do. The skier is kind of fun. Uh, so I would probably say that's it. Well, let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? Did you always want to be a dentist? And how did you get your start? Well, I'm actually um, from Michigan, not a Chicagoan. I'm a Michigander, but still Midwesterner. So um, grew up in Michigan, went to University of Michigan. And uh, from there, um, I did dental school in Detroit and did residency out here in Chicago. Um, came out here and couldn't leave. You know, you come to Chicago, it's a great city, as everyone here knows, and uh, made this home. Well, you opened up on Clark in early March. Why did you choose Andersonville as the location for your business? Well, uh, when I was thinking about opening my own business, um, I wanted some uh, area that's very like neighborhoody, um, family friendly, like uh, close knit. And uh, initially, actually, I was not even looking in anywhere in the city because um, I live downtown. I used to live downtown, and I thought, oh, you can't find something like that in Chicago. And I was looking all in the suburbs. And my attending, actually, from my residency, who knows this area really well, asked me if I looked in the Andersonville area. And I told him, I only know of Hopleaf. And <laughs> so he's like, no, there's more to Andersonville than Hopleaf and their great beer. So, you know, I came up here, did some, I guess, reconnaissance, checked out the area. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is great. Uh, this seems like what I'm looking for. Uh, they have a really like community feel, feel right here. A lot of families, people get to know each other. And uh, from there, I started looking for a place right around here. And what have your first couple of months been like here in Andersonville? It's been pretty good. You know, starting a new business is tough. Like, um, as a lot of probably listeners out there who've opened a business knows, it's, you know, challenging and hard, but it's also very rewarding. You know, you find, I find it's like, you know, having your own baby in a sense, you know, so, uh, and the community support's been great. Um, you know, especially, you know, all the events that the chamber puts on, um, has really helped get the word out. Uh, so it's been, uh, tough and hard, but I'm really, uh, Happy I picked the area and happy I started my own uh, office. Where were you before you came up to Andersonville? Were you at a different practice? Yeah, I've been at like a few different practices. And, um, you know, that's one reason why I decided to finally open up my own practice was, you know, I was bouncing around from practice to practice and couldn't find something that I could feel like was home. And there's always something I felt like a practice that I was working at wasn't really delivering to the patients. Um, so... When I opened up my own practice, I used, um, was mainly so I can give patients the care they deserve. You know, that's what I felt, you know, and um, I'm in control of everything from the, you know, technical, like, you know, healthcare part of it for myself, providing the care to having the uh, 
staff around me to support my patients, to um, giving patients the service they need and the flexibility in hours, scheduling, payments, like everything. So um, that's why I decided to open my own. And can you tell us about your facility and the actual space? What makes it unique? I know we've We've seen ourselves that there are televisions on the ceilings, but what else about it is part of your vision? Um, you know, as I said before, one of the big things like that I like that I think our practice, my practice, is unique is we really strive to you know provide the best service to our patients. You know, servicing our patients is the biggest thing. Um, you know, we all know dentistry is not the number one place that patients like to go. You know, and we try to make it the most you know, convenient, uh, enjoyable experience they can. And, you know, one of the things I've heard from a lot of patients is when they come to my office and at the end they're like, wow, that was great. And they're like, the patient's going to come in, they get to sit back in the chair, have a cup of coffee if they want, you know, relax for a bit, put on their favorite Netflix show, um, you know, lie back, um, you know, keep watching the Netflix show as we see them and uh, also get, you know, we don't just rush in and out. Like I get to know my patients and, uh, you know, we spend talking, joking a little bit around and uh, before they know it, their appointment's done and they leave and they're like, wow, you know, that was great. You know, that's a, you know, with life being so busy for a lot of people, they don't get to like just, you know, someone like, I don't get to watch Netflix anymore. I don't get to just sit around and have a cup of coffee and the, you know, and at the same time get my teeth cleaned or checked up. So, and they're like, that's a very pleasant experience um, coming and going. And it's, your office makes everything so easy. And what has been one of the most popular Netflix shows? That- oh, man. There's so many. Like, I don't know if the most popular, but I've learned about so many shows out there that I didn't even know existed. Um, popular, one of them is Planet Earth. One of them that's really popular is, uh, have you guys watched the show where they like make food, but they make it bad the nailed it yeah yeah the cake the baking show that's amazing i was like what is this and uh, they definitely do not nail it yeah yeah. i actually don't like it when patients put comedies on because it's like fomo and i'm like first i'm like what are you laughing at and hopefully it's not me um and then say i'm like i want to see what they're laughing at so or they like are starting moving around i think i'm doing something wrong or like inconvenient they're like no no i'm just laughing dr kella i'm like oh that's all (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Um, do you let them finish the episode, or do they have to leave halfway and through? Usually, um, usually if we have someone else waiting, we probably have to, you know, get them going. But um, if we don't, really, yeah, if you want to hang out, you can hang out. <laughs> I love this because I'm a parent, and I always think about the things that I the the luxuries I have raising my kids now that my parents didn't have, and. Everybody has their own personal stories about going to the dentist, but I remember growing up, my mother was like, every six months, every six months we were at the dentist, and it was like every day off from school, every holiday, and I just wanted to be spending that day doing something fun, and I had to be at the dentist, and the only thing we had to entertain us was the fish tank in the waiting room, and now you have Netflix to offer and these great shows, um, but I've always wondered, being going to the dentist in such a rigid schedule, do we really need to floss? Tell us the myth and the fact and everything we need to know about flossing. I'm sorry to disappoint everyone, but yes, you do need a floss. I know most people don't like flossing and find it annoying. And just suddenly the floss, the dog ate the floss. Um, but 
you know, flossing is really important. Um, just as important, almost as important as brushing, you know, floss gets to a place where the brush can't. And, uh, it all, you know, helps prevent you from getting gum disease, helps prevent you from getting cavities. And, um, you know, my way I, you know, I tell patients this, my really scientific study that I have on this is, you know, when I, um, travel and I forget my electric toothbrush, I use my regular toothbrush and that doesn't, you know, clean as well as an electric. And when I go floss, there's a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff between my teeth. So I'm like, well... First, I got to keep flossing. And second, um, I do recommend electric toothbrushes for that reason. I'm like, oh, why is there just so much stuff between my teeth when I use my regular toothbrush? So um, it definitely does help. And so besides, you know, annual cleanings and whatnot, what other services do you offer? So you know, at our office, we I pretty much provide like everything. I'm a general dentist. So, you know, annual cleanings to all ages. Uh, you know, I see kids. I see adults. I see kids as early as like three even as early as one um sometimes it's good to bring in your babies to just more for the parent to educate them on oral hygiene and how to take care because one of the saddest things um uh you'll see and i've seen being in residency is you know two or three girls having to go in the or to get operated on because they have a mouthful of cavities Mm -hmm. you know and uh which is really scary for everyone you know so especially the parent you know so um, so we kids, adults, um, cosmetic work, uh, root canals, extractions, um, implants. So if you need just regular cleaning on there, if you need a couple fillings, you can come to me. If you have, oh, you have some missing teeth, you know, uh, I'll help replace that with implants too. And how do people approach the dentist who might have questions about insurance? What does your office do to help? I feel like sometimes you're recommended, you know, go online and find a provider who you're covered. But can somebody just call your office and get the help that they need in that way? Yeah, pretty much. You know, give us a call. We'll tell you what insurance we, we take and we don't take. Um, and then some of them even we will take even though it's not might, might not be listed on it or are in our website because some fall in different categories. Um, so just give it a call and we'll do our best to figure out if you, if we do accept you and, uh, we'll do the work on our end to help you get in. So how do you address the concerns that some people, you know, can't afford or think they not, might not be able to afford good dental care? You know, I understand like, you know, life, life, life is tough and difficult and, uh, people fall in, different categories and uh finance is always a concern no matter what it is so we pride ourselves on working with our patients we don't have like a stringent like you know way of uh financial policy um so we'll talk and work with you and you know we have payment plans to help people you know like some people um you know paying a hundred dollars for something is you know it's fine some people a hundred dollars is a huge you know thing and we're like well we can split that up a little bit for you to help you out so uh, we're really open to working with you on uh, your financials because, like I said before, what matters is you getting the care that you need, you know, and working a way to, for you to get that care that you need. Now that you've satisfied our floss question, <laughs> I'm dying to know what toothpaste do you use or recommend? There's uh, so many options out there. Well, what I recommend is Crest um, or Colgate. Like Crest, Colgate, both are pretty good. Most of the toothpaste are pretty good. There's, a, I'm not going to try to tell you oh, this is like the best one and you have to. Um, you know, if I had to lean one way, I'd say Colgate. It, is, um, it has like the ADA seal, like uh, the best way to reduce cavities and uh, tartar. So that's mm-hmm. what I would recommend. What about Sensodyne? Sometimes Sensodyne is great um, if you have sensitivity. If you don't have sensitivity, though, uh, to be honest, you're just going to be paying a premium on your toothpaste. 
Uh, so if you have insensitivity, use it. If not, you know, uh, one of the other brands will be great, like Colgate. And did you grow up always wanting to be a dentist or having interest in this? Or did you know other dentists? How did you find yourself in this field? Well, my story to become a dentist is not is a little, um, uh, took a little path, let's say. My, my, I grew up in a household where my dad's a physician. And in high school, you know, I knew my, my dad wouldn't explicitly say it, but I know my parents wanted me to be uh, going to the medical field, uh, follow my dad's footsteps. And as a, you know, as like a teenager, I decided to rebel uh, to them and did not take any science classes in high school that I needed, you know, other than the minimum requirements. I was like, I'm going in business. I'm doing my own thing. And I went to Michigan, uh, took some classes there, realized, man, these guys are really cutthroat. I'm like, this is not for me. Like, uh, they, they are not helping, each, you know, they won't help each other studying, anything like that. So instead, I'm going to become a doctor. Yeah, my, my <laughs> fiance laughs at me about this. She's like, oh, you were really, really rebellious. You decided to not be a physician, but you became a dentist. So, yeah, you know, I looked around, figured it out. Family, friends talked to me. And by sophomore year, you know, I shadowed a few dentists. And I was like, oh, this is a good fit. Like, I'm pretty, you know, I like, talking to people, you know, one-on-one in small groups, like get personal, building personal relationships, like helping people. I want to do something to help society. And uh, I did get a little mix of business with that. So it was like a good, like uh, overall, a really good feel for me. And you wanted to rid the world of plaque. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of helping people, recently you launched a Project Smile campaign. Can you tell us more about that and how folks can enter? Yes. Um, so... As I said earlier, like I wanted to open my own office uh, to give patients care they deserve and also to give me the flexibility to do projects like this where I can give back. You know, like people go into healthcare because they have, you know, in all different sorts of healthcare to give back to society, to help people in need. Um, and with my own business, I could finally launch something where um, I can give back. And Project Smile is um, a campaign that I'm putting on because. You know, a lot of people have a lot of hardships out there and uh, a lot of, you know, things that make their life very difficult. It's a tough life that we live in, a tough society. And uh, sometimes they're not able to get, you know, dental care, health care, you know, what they need. There might be a reason they've not been able to get a couple of their teeth uh, fixed or whatever, taken care of or get the disease out. And uh, it's really holding them back. Like, they won't go out in public. They won't go interview for a job. They are... Um, you know, embarrassed to maybe go out and meet someone. So my small campaign is I want to hear your stories out there. And, you know, what's held you back? You know, why, what's made your, you know, everyone has a, you know, story. And, you know, me fixing your smile, improving your smile, um, making your disease for you, how can that help you um, in your own life? And so that's a campaign. Um, just send us your story at a, info at Lakeshore Dental Studio uh, dot com and all you have to do is send a picture of your teeth and then you know me and myself will review um the entries and uh bring some people in for a free consult about it you know obviously everything's free sorry uh, last thing this is all free charitable we're um you don't have to pay a thing for this so then you come in uh we take a look at it and see what we can do and go from there so here in andersonville swedish fish is a very popular candy mm-hmm. how bad is Swedish fish for your teeth. I don't like to say bad things about any business. It's a great candy. Uh, it tastes really good. Uh, 
However, for your teeth, it's not the best. So if you're going to have some Swedish fish, make sure you brush and floss like right away afterwards. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. Well, you touched on family a little bit before, and your family was very much present during your ribbon cutting um, in early March. How important is family to you? And, you know, given that you, you know, didn't become a physician, are they proud of what you've accomplished? Uh, yeah, family is really important. Um, you know, one reason I got to the point I am is, you know, because of my parents, um, my sister, my fiance, like everyone in my family. Uh, you know, my parents... You know, what I'm doing opening a business is nothing compared to what my parents had to do. Um, they came from India, um, not knowing really anyone here, settled here. My dad, you know, became a physician here, knowing like really didn't know any English, you know, brought my mom over, brought my sister over, sister over and like, you know, developed their own house, you know, their own household. And especially, this is not like now, this is back in like the 70s and 80s. Um, and, you know, being an immigrant at that time was even harder than it is now. And, you know, that's one reason I think, you know, as a kid, I thought it was like, oh, my parents are so strict and they're so tough. And, uh, you know, they just wanted us to reach our full potential. And, uh, you know, without them being that way, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And my sister, she's older. She's like uh, seven years older. She's like a second mom to me. Like if my parents didn't get on me, my sister made sure I was in line. So I really, uh, you know, it's because of them. I got to where I am, and then, um, you know, Isha, my fiance, you might have seen her. She's on some of the mailers I've sent out there on the website. Like, uh, through this whole process, she's, uh, the support that I've got from her is, uh, I can't even put it in words. You know, she, this is, it's hard opening a business, and uh, she's been there like 120%, and, you know, helping me as much as possible, so... You know, just everyone, family's big. That's amazing. Yay, Isha. <laughs> I know we've met her, and she's very, very lovely. And uh, your story, I mean, you opened your business so recently here in Andersonville, but it is really part of the story of Andersonville and the legacy of uh, people coming to this country and to this city and then finding themselves in this community and being able to follow their dream of their own vision, opening up their own business, giving back to the community in phenomenal ways. I mean, that is really our story as a community coming from from Sweden to um, from the Middle East, from uh, Mexico, a whole bunch of different places and a bunch of different walks of life. And it's just really amazing to be part of your journey now um, of you being able to open your own business and see that that dream into a reality and we always end with this question and I'm really excited to ask you because I know you've been at so many of our events and you've participated you've gotten to know so many people in the community um, but if there was any Andersonville business that you could trade places with for one day and experience you know their business and what it was to run it or, or be in it for that day who would you choose and why well, as I said earlier, I was at uh, Orange Shoe, and I don't know if I, I didn't mention, I'm a huge sports fan, and I play a lot of sports, and the, you know like to stay active, and that's probably what I'd uh, want to switch with, because one thing I also like is like coaching and teaching, and that's what they kind of do, they like coach you through your workouts and everything, and I really like that, and uh, I guess most of my, uh, if I didn't become a dentist, you know, my dream would have been one, to be an athlete. Um, but being five, eight and, uh, 
running a 4.9540 really didn't put me in place to be an athlete, but I don't mind training others to get to their potential. Um, so probably weren't you. That's great. People should spend like a self-care day because you also aren't very far from each other. So they no. can come visit you, move their way up to Orange Shoe, maybe go to Big City Optical. Exactly. Just, they can know, have re- a refuel at, at True North. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a great cup of coffee there. Well, thank you, Kapil, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Lakeshore Dental Studio, please visit lakeshoredentalstudio.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872-208-5877 or stop by the store for details.